0: You're listening to Hope on the Homefront, the official podcast for Homefront Heroes Ministries. I'm your host, Taylor Blackburn. We're a group of military wives on a mission to help you find joy in your journey. We're jumping in the trenches to encourage you when you're struggling, help you grow in your faith, and support you through military life. Because here, you are seen. Here, you're essential. Here, you are never alone. Welcome home. Let's go. Well, hey, hey, Military Wife, welcome back to this week's episode of Hope on the Homefront, your home away from home. We are so glad that you have decided to tune in this week. If you have an upcoming pandemic PCS that you are about to try and tackle, we hope that you find all the needed encouragement and tips to make that PCS as smooth of a process as possible. Let's be honest, it'll never be 110%, but we want to get you as close to it as we can. So let me give you a background story. About a year and a half ago, I was laying in bed when my phone buzzed. I would say it, ding, but I'll be honest, I never have my volume on. Surely I cannot be the only one who never has her phone on. (laughs) My husband gets so annoyed by how often I miss his calls and his texts that he even went out and bought me an Apple Watch so that I could constantly be notified and find my phone after I lose it, which happens way too frequently between my forgetfulness and my children. But anyways, that morning, my phone buzzed. And it was a text from my husband. It was the text, military wife, I know you know the one. The text containing the location of your unofficial, but probably gonna happen, but might not really happen, next duty station. (laughs) Hey babe, ready to pack your bags, he said. My stomach dropped. I held my breath and I quickly replied, yep, I'm ready, where are we going? His response took what felt like forever, but in reality was only about a minute germany i couldn't believe it seriously i didn't believe it no way you're lying where are we really going was my reply and then he sent me a picture of the rfos which if you don't know means request for orders and are the unofficial orders that you have in hand until official hard orders are cut so yeah that morning my world was flipped upside down germany How was that going to work? I didn't have the first clue about a military move of this magnitude. But I'm a hardcore researcher, and you best believe that I immediately began the investigative process. I traveled to Germany before COVID. I've been here a little over a year now, but I have many friends who have recently tackled a pandemic PCS, and so what we've done is round up all of my own personal advice and their pandemic PCS advice to walk you through the process to the best of our ability and hopefully assist you in tackling your own PCS like a pro. Let me ask this one question, okay? Have you ever shared about an upcoming PCS with friends or family and then been met with a million questions or comments that you were not prepared for? After we began sharing the news of Germany, pending the military not changing things on us last minute, we were met with so many comments like, ''Wow, congrats on getting your number one pick!'' or ''Dang, that's so awesome, I bet you're so excited!'' People were quick to assume that the duty station location was something we had really wanted and were excited about, but truthfully, we had not put Germany down on our top three list, which you military peeps know doesn't really mean much in the grand scheme of things anyways, but we wanted to stay in the States as long as we could while our kids were little. Speaking of which, just days before getting the news that we were going to Germany, we found out that we were expecting our third baby, a baby that we are so blessed to have been given, but we weren't trying for. And so the shock of that pregnancy was still very fresh when we got the news of Germany. I could hardly wrap my mind around all the upcoming changes, and my heart was so incredibly overwhelmed by what all felt so impossible. But I know that with God all things possible and you guys this entire experience proved that to me all the more I wanted desperately to understand how the process worked so I began mapping out my strategy to execute spoken like a military spouse huh well here are the main things that I would say you will want to keep in mind and actively work on accomplishing in order to have as successful of a PCS as possible number one only worry about what you can actually control This was a hard one for me because I'm not naturally wired this way. I just about drove myself crazy worrying about so many things that I had zero control over. Now, it's not smart or realistic to put zero mental energy towards understanding the necessary steps that you need to take for your PCS. But once you nail down what those things are and what you'll need to do, try not to stress about those steps until you're in a position to actually move forward with them. For instance, you can't do anything until you have official hard orders in your hands and if you're a family with dependents your orders must be properly updated with all dependents listed if you don't have that you my friend are at a standstill I hit so many roadblocks with this specifically because our orders were incorrectly written at first and took forever to reissue with mine and our daughter's name added to it. And then we had that sweet baby boy that I mentioned earlier and had to basically start all over due to needing to add another dependent to that list. So in a nutshell, map out as much as you can what you need to do and then try hard not to worry about that list until you're in a place to make progress with it. All right, number two, be an advocate for yourself. COVID has made an already complicated and messy process that much harder. With offices constantly and randomly shutting down for days or weeks on end, your paperwork can sit on a desk until so much has been piled on top of it that you can sadly find yourself in an out-of-sight, out-of-mind situation. New processes, systems, and protocols are being implemented every day and not everyone is communicating well on how things are currently working. There's already a lot of finger pointing and tail chasing within the military. I'm sure you know this. So don't be surprised if you experience that reality on a much larger scale. I don't say that to poke at an already painful wound, but to simply remind you that that's what you're up against, okay? That's the reality check. It is imperative that you advocate for yourself and your family. Do not be afraid to call and check on the status of things and then call again to recheck and then go ahead and call one more time just to double verify. Keep your name at the forefront of staff members' minds through being diligent, but also remembering as scary or frustrating as this entire situation is, you catch more flies with honey. Be nice. Do not take your frustration out on whomever is answering the phone. Be kind, be friendly. You want to build as good of a relationship with these people who are going to ensure that you get everything done in the time that you need to. All right? Number three decide what type of move you're going to have. If you're moving within the states, things will be a little less complicated simply because you won't have to worry about shipping things far in advance or worrying about getting passports for your family. However, it's still important that you understand what that process entails. When you're PCSing, you'll have the option to have the military move you or a diddy move, a do-it-yourself move. I've only ever had the military move us, so I don't have much personal experience when it comes to doing it all on my own, But I do know that I have loved how easy it makes that stressful process of moving when we have the military move us. And I've never had any issues with severe damage. Knock on wood. Oh, no, I don't have any wood near me. (laughs) (laughs) I know some friends who swear by moving themselves for the peace of mind of knowing that their things will be taken care of and for the extra money that you can supposedly make off of it. But I will be the first to tell you that as much as I love saving and making money, I would never want to consistently move myself if the option were available to me to have it done for me. But that's just me. You decide what is best for you and your family at mamas underscore on the underscore move on Instagram. Mamas on the Move and the Facebook group, Things I Wish I Knew Before I PCS'd are two wonderful resources for learning the ins and outs and every tip in between for moving yourself or PCSing in general. So I encourage you to go follow Mamas on the Move or jump on the Facebook group and ask some questions. They are so helpful. All right, number four, initiate the moving process ASAP. Right now, Everything is taking much, much longer. As I previously mentioned, paperwork getting processed is taking longer. Appointment availability is harder to come by due to social distancing guidelines. The list goes on and on. If you're moving overseas, you'll need passports. Both a government-issued no-fee passport that includes your sofa stamp and a traditional tourist passport is recommended wait times for passports right now are lengthy i've heard people claiming upwards of four plus months to get theirs back so the sooner you can get started on that the better i believe a government passport has a faster turnaround than a tourist passport but either way you'll want to have that back because you have to send your birth certificate with the application and you'll either want to have an extra certified copy to travel with or make sure that you've received the certificates back before you move It's also ideal to ship your HHG, being your household goods, and a POV, your personally owned vehicle, about two months in advance, if at all possible. Reason being, your stuff should arrive around the same time you do, which makes it just a lot easier for you adjusting to your new life. I ran into issues with this aspect since we got our updated order so last minute. We ended up shipping our household goods less than a week out from moving, and then we shipped our POV the day before we flew out. That meant that we got our stuff approximately two months after we got to Germany, and it definitely made things a little more complicated going without our stuff. However, I'm a glass half full personality, and I can tell you that I worked hard to look for the blessings, and I did see that you can treat truly survive on such a little amount and I cleaned a lot less when I only had bare bones in my house. So hooray for that. Alright, number five, ask for help and extend grace. You are going to need your fellow military wives help. No military wife should pandemic PCS alone, so get on the wives page of your new duty station, even if you're not usually a fan of those, and ask questions that are running laps in your brain. The chances are someone there will have just completed the few steps that you're working on and can help put your mind at ease some. Not to mention, you might end up connecting and making new friends with people that you are about to be living near. And so when you are about to go through a quarantine or find yourself desperate for X, Y, and Z, it might be nice to have those connections to ask for help in those moments. And as far as extending grace goes, remember that your husband, your children, and even your pets are all needing to adjust and acclimate to the situation too. Be it the official PCS travel days or the recovery days and weeks to follow, nerves will grow weary tempers will be short. Emotions will be high at some point or another. So extend grace and love to the sweet people who make your house a home. Do not allow messiness or a sea of boxes to command all of your attention. Put down the cleaning supplies and go cuddle someone, okay? Set down the cardboard box and go play a board game. Make sure that you are still devoting plenty of time to your husband and your family because they are what truly matter and are the reason why you work so hard. Number six is some of the greatest advice that I have ever received. And if I could show this to you, it would all be in caps for emphasis, okay? Just because something bad happened to someone doesn't mean all of those bad things are going to happen to you all at once. Woo! Oh, need to take a breath. That is a mouthful, I know. It may be a little confusing, but I'm going to say it one more time just so you get it just because something bad happened to someone doesn't mean all of those bad things are going to happen to you all at once. Listen, I know Sally didn't mean any harm when she shared the horror story of her friend's friend getting their orders pulled after all their household goods had already shipped. But now that she's mentioned it, it's all you can think about. Oh God, please don't let that be me, you think. Or that time that Sue shared about her neighbor who was pregnant and the military wouldn't work with her family and they sent her husband on to the next duty station without her and the kids and she gave birth all alone and had to make the trip solo. Oh God, please don't let that be me, you think. Or that time that Stacy talked about the terrible experience her partner at the local yoga class that she attends at the duty station we're heading next to said it was so horrible and that she and her ex-husband ended up getting a divorce because that duty station was just so bad. Oh, God, please don't let that be me, you think. And pretty soon, all of the unsolicited stories and advice of well-meaning people fills your head and fear creeps into your heart. You begin to worry about all the many things that could go wrong, and you use those stories as the validation that it's bound to happen to you. Well, I share those specific stories because they are very similar to the exact things that I was told in passing by people before I moved. And before I knew it, I had a long list of stories overflowing with fear and failure that I built up a wall of denial that we were actually going to move to Germany. Too many people had failed. How would we be any different? I would share my fears with my husband, and one day after listening to me, very hormonal and largely pregnant, talk and talk and talk, he finally said those life-changing words to me, the sobering reality check that I needed, the hard-to-hear but desperately needed words spoken in love by my closest friend. He said, Tay, just because something bad happened to someone doesn't mean that all of those things are going to happen to us. Wow. Powerful stuff. When you think about it, it's some powerful stuff because it is so incredibly natural for our empathy towards other people to feel strongly about how unfortunate or sad an experience might have been for someone else. But their bad experience is not an automatic guarantee that your experience will be bad too. Either guilt or fear will try to tell us that that's the case, but we won't know what our experience will be until we actually experience it. And secondly, let me just add this. If the childhood game of telephone taught us anything, it's that the end message is not always what the beginning message was. Can I get an amen? Just because someone told someone who told someone else that X, Y, or Z happened, does not 100% mean that that's what actually went down. There are often a lot of behind the scenes situations contributing to an outcome, and so unless you're privy to all of those details, you cannot be for sure that there weren't valid or extenuated circumstances behind those outcomes. I know that I went into a lot of detail on this topic, but I cannot emphasize this point enough to you because people are always ready to give their opinion. So we must be diligent to guard our hearts and use discernment when it comes to what we allow to take root in our minds. The reality of my Oconus move was that my kids were the most well-behaved they have ever been in their lives, and that was on our long trip to Germany. We got all of our household goods in one piece and had a great experience with our movers. Everyone got to travel together at just the right time and everything worked out. It always does. It's hard to remember when you've worked up such a negative mental picture for how things are going to go, but truly it does work out. And I'm praying for you to have the same experience. Beside that, I'd say that the main things you'll want to put on your checklist would be these things, okay? Number one, make a list on your phone for easy reference. That way, if you're out and about doing things, you can quickly look up something and have that that answer. Number two, make sure you notify housing as soon as you know your PCS date and reach out to housing at your next duty station to inquire about wait lists for housing. Number three, initiate the passport or documentation process ASAP. I had to get extra birth certificates for my kids so that I could send off for government and travel passports at the same time since they both required certified birth certificates. Waiting on something of that nature to be processed takes a while, so I'm glad I started when I did or else I would have found myself with no time left on the clock and that would have been really bad. Number four, if you choose to have the military move you, begin that process as soon as you have an updated with dependents orders, including every family member's name. Number five, print copies of orders. And when you think you've printed enough, print two more copies just for good measure. Anywhere and everywhere you go will probably want a copy, even if you've already given them one. They may have misplaced it. Uh, And it's not worth you getting the runaround over a piece of paper. So just always make sure to have an extra copy on hand. Number six, make sure you carry all important documentation with you. For overseas or state to state travel, you do not want important documents being packed up with the movers. They need to be in your physical possession at all times to ensure that they are safe and accessible. You never know when you might need to show something to someone and saying Oh, uh, I think my marriage certificate is packed up in a box on its way to Texas right now. I promise we're married. Yeah, that's just not going to cut it, okay? <laughs> and number seven, if you don't already have one, make sure you get a POA, which is power of attorney, before the move. There will be times when you will need to handle things for the move, and your military man is just not able to come assist. So without a POA, They won't give you a second of their time. That is one of the most important things that you need. Power of attorneys can vary in their coverage of strength, um, be it a full power of attorney or POA over specific tasks like securing housing. Sit down with your guy and determine what you both feel comfortable with and go to your local JAG office for assistance in completing that process. It's not too complicated, but it is going to be such a blessing for you. I'm sure I'm forgetting some things, but hopefully something we've shared here today will prove to be helpful to you. The thing that I want to end with is this. Remember this name of God, Yahweh Nisai, which means the Lord is our banner. He promises to go ahead of us, to make a way for us, and to even fight our battles. So do what you can and then rest in knowing that he will take care of everything else. He knows what you need. He knows where you're going. He is a good God who will never leave you wondering aimlessly or wondering if he will provide. He will. And that, military wife, is your hope on the home front. Thanks for tuning in. From our heart to yours, we hope that this podcast is your go-to place for encouragement on the home front. We would love to hear what your favorite takeaway was from this episode by having you take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Tag us at HFH underscore ministries or on Facebook at Homefront Heroes Ministries so we can get connected with you, get to know you more and hear from you firsthand what specific encouragement you're looking for. This is home. This is the place to have the hard conversations. And until we chat next, get out there and find the joy.